Welcome to another episode of MEPcast, and today it's my pleasure to be discussing the role of the European Project Management Methodology, PM Squared, in building Europe's future. Today we'll be discussing a little bit a more technical topic, but I hope that by the end of this discussion with these two distinguished gentlemen who are the co-authors of PM Squared, we will come to the conclusion that this technical issue will have um, serious, tangible, political, and life-altering consequences for all of us. So I will start with that brief introduction. I will start with the first co-author of PM Squared, Mr. Athanasios Maraslis. Mr. Maraslis is currently working as head of unit at the European Commission's DG for Employment, Social Affairs, and Inclusion. And he has a very strong knowledge base in um, technology, business acumen, and methodology and a deep interest in digital administration, corporate governance, customer relationship management, and communications. And I thank you very much, Mr. Maraslis, for being with us today in your capacity as co-author of PM Squared. You're in Brussels, or in a, yes? Coming yes. to us from thank Brussels, excellent, okay. And we also have Mr. Nikos Kurunaikis, who is the co-author of PM Squared. Mr. Kurunaikis is a founding member and president of the PM Squared Alliance the co-author of the PM Squared Project Management Methodology of the European Commission, along with Mr. Marasmis, um, and the Agile PM2, PM Squared Guide and the PM Squared Portfolio Management Guide. And you're gonna tell us all about this. Um, and I thank you also very much, Mr. Kurunakis, for being with us today. So let me start because I, it took me a while to, uh, it took me some time to read up on this, and, and then I, this, I found it very interesting, but we've also had discussions before uh, this episode of MEPCAST. So let me start with you, please, Mr. Maraslis, and can you, can you give us some background, explain to people who haven't heard of PM Squared, um, apart from the obvious that the name connotes, could you please explain to us how this started and what it is? Um, thank you for the invitation. Thank you for giving me this opportunity to talk about PM Squared, an initiative that started in the European Commission back in 2008. Um, as you uh, know very well, the European Commission manages uh, a number of projects, uh, grants, programs, together with the member states. And um, through these initiatives that they have, um, they, they start looking into a more coherent way of managing projects uh, and the deliverables and the work associated with the um, uh, member states of the European Union. Um, this need came in order to address some common uh, issues that uh, you can, uh, one can face in such a case, such as using common vocabulary, such as uh, bringing uh, non-IT people, uh, people that they, they have a, a background as economists, as lawyers, uh, whenever they had to work with more technical aspects in the area of IT in order to understand the same thing when we use a, a technical terminology, as well as to address standard reporting issues and to agree on the uh, roles and responsibilities. In order to address this, um, uh, they had to achieve a specific goal, a goal of improving the project delivery, a goal of uh, delivering solutions and benefits to their organizations, as well as to their uh, partners, to their stakeholders, to the member states, uh, and also. Uh, the approach was involving a collaborative uh, uh, approach, 
uh, everyone who had experience from every area, meaning customs, meaning health, meaning uh, social security, meaning uh, in uh, development uh, areas, in the research and development, they have contributed their experience and their, uh, as they say, um, problematic areas, as well as uh, best practices. And we came with this active involvement to, um, uh, in order to test this approach in a number of cases before we make it uh, a standard. The work did not start stop there. The work uh, uh, actually continued in order to bring it back to the uh, citizens. And how this uh, was achieved? This was achieved back in 2016 with the Open PM Square Initiative. Um, the Open PM Square Initiative was something that uh, started from the Commission and uh, was addressed to the entire Europe as an open and free access to the methodology uh, to every European citizen. Basically, it was funded by the EU budget and was the opportunity to give it back to the EU in order to capture and share this experience with uh, all the European citizens. Now, I'm, I'm one of those people, Mr. Modestis, that you described before. So I'm an economist and I'm an attorney. And I, before um, being involved in politics, I worked for many years evaluating commission projects, uh, monitoring calls, too, too far back for me to, to allow, for my own vanity to allow me to mention chronologically. But I can attest to the fact that this was always um, something very useful, especially to people who were not IT people and who were involved in IT related projects. But in general, this methodology is a very useful thing. So, so now Mr. Kulunakis, um, um, Mr. Marazlis mentioned that this was obviously best practices fed into the development of this model. And you, um, in the past, served for, I think, about seven years, if I'm not mistaken, as a senior consultant for the Center of Excellence in Project Management of the European Commission. But you've also led consulting projects I see on your CV for just about every institution there is, for the Commission, for the Council, for the European Investment Bank. So can you tell us, you know, what, what are the common elements of this project management methodology as you have helped develop them, let's say, across the board? Mm -hmm. Well, uh, it's no secret uh, between us consultants that the challenges that organizations face when it comes to managing projects and project management are pretty much the same uh, across the board. Uh, so the commission did a great investment in uh, developing a methodology that allows it to be more efficient and effective in managing its own projects, uh, which are not that different uh, from the projects of any larger organization, public administration or EU institution. So the European Council, the uh, European Central Bank, the European Investment Bank recognized uh, that Kim Squared is a solution for their problem, just uh, like it was a solution to uh, the Commission's problem in terms of managing the projects. Uh, the interesting uh, fact is that, uh, of course, as large serious organizations, they did their SWOT analysis and their evaluation and chose PM Square consciously because of its simplicity, because uh, of its uh, effectiveness, and because also it made them join the larger family of EU institutions. At the same time, by doing that, uh, and many of them have uh, become very active in this domain, having contact with member states and stakeholders uh, outside or beyond what the Commission uh, can reach. They became ambassadors of the Open Transfer Vision, or 
one free open methodology for Europe. That's very important for uh, the European project and uh, the European citizens. Can we, um, I'd just like to stay with you on this, um, please, Mr. Kurunakis. And can, can you just, you know, give us a few concrete examples of, you know, what, what's done differently and who gains what from this? I mean, so what are the benefits, let's say, in concrete terms, if you can give us an example so we can just... Well, in, in every project, there's, a, there's a many stakeholders, as we call them. One very important stakeholder is the organization itself, which invests resources and effort and money into solving a problem. And they hope that uh, the solution that they chose is well implemented and has the results that they, uh, they expect, the value that they intend to produce. Uh, on the other side, or the same side, you have the project managers and the project teams, which are struggling with uh, stretch goals and uh, diminishing budgets and uh, conflicting priorities. So a methodology can help them prioritize and manage all this cycle uh, effectively. And at the end, you also have the users or the, uh, the beneficiaries of this uh, project, or change, organizational change, or a new uh, policy or new product or new IT system, which also benefit from uh, uh, this whole uh, effectiveness, uh, effective process of translating their means, which were captured as requirements, as a project vision initially, to actual products or services that indeed serve uh, their needs. So, so Mr. Marazlis, since you know, you, you've seen this, let's say, from, from various sides, from the side of the co-author, you've seen it from the side of the commission, and you continue to see it. So how, how useful is this in practice, one? And how exportable is it, let's say, to other contexts, and at what scale? Thank you uh, for the question. Actually, I've seen it uh, from the author point of view. I've seen it from the commission point of view as uh, uh, being in charge of um, IT governance within the commission. And uh, as well as uh, now in my area, uh, I'm in charge of uh, uh, delivering um, a project, a translator project in the area of uh, uh, social security, uh, electronic exchange of social security information uh, of European citizens, mobile citizens, that they leave their country and they go to another member state in order to uh, resume work. Um, it's a very uh, useful, uh, I would say, toolset, a very useful approach, very practical. Um, it has a conceptual aspect in order to um, basically, from A to Z, uh, deliver a toolkit for everyone in order to understand how a project can be delivered. But at the same time, uh, it helps people to connect, to connect and understand what their role is, what their responsibility is, and how together they can achieve in, a, in an effective and efficient way the uh, basically the results of the project. So they share common vocabulary. Uh, they have a standardized governance in order to uh, work towards the common deliverable. Uh, and uh, they uh, are also uh, are helped in order to have a smooth collaboration in order to work together. Working together, for example, in my project, we have uh, 28 member states, 27 recently, plus four uh, other participating countries in order to deliver this project. In order to be able to agree 
uh, a common way of working. It was necessary to work, to have a, a common approach. Um, so in my experience, this was very well needed, very useful, very practical, mm-hmm. and very essential in order to um, um, save resources, uh, save resources and, uh, and budgets in, into uh, achieving the end result. I'm going to just pitch an idea to both of you here as we start to wrap up the, this episode of MEPCAST. Um, I'm here in the Parliament, and very soon we will be, um, hopefully, we will be approving whatever agreement the Council comes to with respect to the Commission's proposal on the MFF and the Recovery and Resilience Plan. I hope so, at least. As they discuss this, as you know, some of the controversial issues are what the terms would be, uh, whereby the beneficiaries of these, uh, the Recovering Resilience Fund uh, will be um, given this, this money, especially when it's in the form of grants. And my understanding is that each member state is going to come up with its own, let's say, plan, and then this plan will have to be financed, and then this plan will be monitored. So it, it sounds to me like what I already know from previous, let's say, EU-funded projects, which is, yes, okay, you have to submit a proposal, it has to be approved, and then obviously somebody follows it, you manage it, and somebody follows it. So could this kind of a methodology be upscaled in in a way that's open-sourced or commonly acceptable on on a a European-wide basis and then become a tool to monitor this fund that would get us away from this discussion of you know, is this a memorandum? Is this something? Is this, you know, too much or too little? And just make sure that this fund, this money is used for the purposes for which it's approved efficiently, effectively for the benefit of all stakeholders and especially the citizens of Europe who we're targeting. Is this something that you think um, could be used in this kind of context or are we still talking about a different level? Um, who wants to anyway, Mr. Medes, please. Um, thank you. I think it's, it, it is already happening in a number of areas. Uh, it is already happening in, in, in the areas of trans-European projects. It's already happening on uh, um, standard reform, uh, where uh, the European Commission provides support to a number of uh, member states and is using PM Square uh, for that. Uh, is already happening in a number of the EU-funded uh, projects uh, where it uses uh, some customized uh, version of PN Square. Uh, and uh, basically what you are describing, I think, is the big goal to be achieved. This is where we're heading. Um, uplifting the knowledge uh, to all the European partners in order to be able to use this common approach for any kind of uh, European projects. I think uh, you have very well described the, the problem statement. Uh, we are partially addressing it, and I think uh, it's a very good opportunity uh, in the years to come, uh, specifically uh, with the current crisis that uh, we are living into, to use this uh, very good opportunity uh, for another uh, transformation uh, we, we are experiencing a digital transformation. 
information. We are talking here digitally uh, for a number of, of things. Of course. And I think this is a very good opportunity to uh, push uh, the extra mile in order to make it a standard for any kind of European initiative. Uh, we are already, as I said, uh, in progress of that. So, Mr. Kurunakis, this wasn't my idea after all. You guys have already thought about this and are working on it. Is that, is that, what, is that my understanding? Um, there are many challenges in, uh, in harnessing the power of what you can call project orientation, packaging things as projects and managing them uh, using these best practices. And one of the challenges is uh, uh, transitioning from a process to a project. Now, typically, bureaucracies work with processes. They have a very hierarchical structure, uh, the grant process, uh, the funding process. Uh, so the um, boundaries of, um, of process and, and projects needs uh, sometimes to be uh, tackled. Uh, by that, I mean to say that um, uh, things need to be Packaged and defined as projects, not only in, in terms of the English word, but also uh, in essence. And this is the first challenge. But the methodology itself helps us do that. Uh, now, another challenge is that projects are a little bit fractal in nature. It's a little bit like Russian dolls. There's big projects and then there's projects within the projects and projects within the projects. So you need to define at what level of Russian doll you plan to apply the methodology. I thought but we called those work packages in tasks, or do we now have a different... And, and one person's work package is somebody else's program or project. Probably. So uh, the, the power of this methodology is that it can be used in all levels. Um, and so it's not just a political decision, it's also uh, a matter of uh, practical dissemination and awareness that this methodology exists. Uh, and uh, for those who have used it, uh, we have a testimonial that, uh, that say that it's indeed a uh, powerful, lean, and effective methodology. Great. So thank you very much. So, so as, I, as I thank you one last time and wish you all the best, uh, co-authors of PM Squared, Mr. Athanasios Maraslis and Mr. Nikos Kurunakis, can I ask you to bid us farewell by um, giving us the main takeaway you would like us to have with respect to the role of the European project management methodology, PM Squared, in building Europe's future. Mr. Kurunaitis, please. Um, I think that what's happened the past decade is, is wonderful with the European Commission investing in this direction and making it available to Europe. The whole world is in essence, there are no borders. So now my, my, my call is for the community of project managers, the citizens to take uh, hold of this uh, methodology and use it, evolve it, support it, and uh, come on board the vision for one common open methodology for Europe. So a lot of things we need to work on. One of them is our European project, and why not use a European methodology? And Mr. Meres, please. Um, we'll cut it uh, a little bit short, and I will try to use it in one sentence, uh, saying, European um, institutions accumulated uh, uh, knowledge and experience in the area of project management and is shared back to the uh, Europe for uh, a practical delivery. Well, thank you very much for shedding light on this very interesting topic.
I wish you both all the best. And uh, I hope that we see the results of this methodology for everybody in Europe and why not? Then you can, then we can have another MEPcast and discuss a worldwide methodology. All the best, thank you very much. Athanasios Maraslis, PM Squared co-author and Nikos Kurunaikis. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm.